Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Rusty Quill presents. Earlier this summer, team off. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Steam had the chance to sit down and have a nice long chat. You'll get to hear from Georgia McKenzie, who performs the character Monica, Chris Fletcher, who performs the character Jake, and myself, Alex E. Talander. I write and produce the show and also do the voice of Dave slash Steve. In the third and final part of this special Behind the Ostium, we have the second half of our Q&A session, as we attempt to answer fan questions, as well as some tricky ones I came up with to try and stump them. If you enjoy this chat, you should really consider becoming a patron of Ostium. For just $2 a month, you can get access to the entire Behind the Ostium series. We cover all of Season 1, as Dwayne and I talk about each episode, and right now we're working through our world-building series, You'll also get access to all the Ostium files, with new ones coming, outtakes, and lots more. Plus, by supporting Ostium, you'll help fund the show and help pay our actors. You can find all this and more at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. That's enough of me. Here's the final part of our special Behind the Ostium with Team Ostium.
you ever re-listen to Ostia? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, because I suffered through. I mean, maybe now that I, not, well, again, now I'm still well, listening to it, which sound design, but still, I was still the thing. Because I've done it kind of like, I can imagine it as like, I think a lot of authors don't reread their novels once they're out there. Because like you wrote it. And you it get it. hard. What else you spent freaking days and months and working on it and get it right? And... I, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the creator angle on this mm-hmm. one. Like a lot of people would be surprised to know this, but it is it is so easy when you listen to yourself after something you've done or anything you've created to sit there and just be the world's worst mega bitch to mm-hmm. your artwork everything right. you created right. you're sitting there and you're just cringy everything everything is the worst and oh my god I'm this untalented hack and it's the worst thing ever blah, blah, blah. I do um, when I've got an episode all ready to go and I, like now it's released in season 4 the week two weeks before I release it like on Patreon and then you know, um, I'll do a realistic insane setting as I do when I listen to podcasts and yeah. work and stuff with my headphones on. So that just fits all. Yeah. As long as the mistakes aren't too bad, I'm like, this is good to go. It's good to go. <laughs> yeah, because um, like sometimes what I do is I give myself a lot of distance so I can go back. Because before I even send it to you, usually I listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are the few times that you catch things that like creaks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as I've been putting the outtakes, I have a separate outtake. It's a special outtake. I've got like five, six things of you doing that. Fortunately, with Audacity, I'm also able to minimize that a lot. Well, now that now that I have my noise print for my microphone, I was just like, ah, sweet farting and burping and everything. Okay, I'm just gonna ignore that one. But it's like, yeah. The, the now when you like I can listen to season one and two now because mm-hmm. um, uh, I rewatched rom com and I was like yeah this holds up it's actually not bad I especially because like I did the super cut versions too where you just like, go through the whole thing and, yeah, so it, yeah. but it takes like I need a lot of distance because um, sometimes because literally you're just hearing everything right. everything is yeah wrong. it doesn't matter what you do it's like. And then other people will watch it or listen to it and then or read it and then they're like, Oh wow, I really like it. And you're just like, You liked my horrible, disgusting, shitty thing I put out into the ether. Were you dropped as a baby? (laughs) It's like, what's wrong with you? And 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 every creative I've ever met, even the ones with good egos. Like they need to take a little time away from it to go back and and listen and it's always funny like, it is consistent so yes to the re-listen but also no like it's also a no because you, re- you need like yeah. you need distance of time just yeah. like when you finish a manuscript or something you need to just put, put it aside it, put it away do something else but I think also maybe that's one reason I maybe don't re-listen is because I'm not doing 10 other projects separate from Austin everything seems to be related everything's related to Austin whether I want to be or not I can't stop Um, so that it's always kind of fresh in my head of the world of the setting and everything Mm -hmm. so I don't really need to be able to do it it's like the big evil whereas if I yeah where I took it so it's Disney with time travel yeah (laughs) whereas if (laughs) I spent a year doing something else completely different and then came back to it I don't need to Mm. listen to it well, Disney bought us to network (laughs) not yet Disney but if you wanna I'll sign 
That's what is your writing process like, and what do you use? What is for everyone? Well, it's for everyone for how you write. Um, and do you need a special setting? Or whatever? Yeah. Um, me, I've become very simple about it. I just sit down and I can be anywhere pretty much on my laptop. Um, I'm at Starbucks, I need headphones because it's noisy. The general noise does distract me. Uh, like reading, if you've got a TV mm-hmm. show on in the background, I can't focus on reading. Do you, know, you write at home mostly or do you? Mostly at home, yeah. Okay. Um, we have a set schedule my wife and I where um, once the kid's in bed, we have about an hour of TV fun time. Of adult time. Yep. And then once we're done with that, we go our separate ways. She goes to the kitchen to the coffee table there the, and uh, I sit in the living room and then we sit and work for like an hour and a half and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I do it all over again. Um, but I'm pretty, I think it's over the years, I I was pickier earlier on. I liked having a nice setting and things like that. And now I've learned to just kind of do it anywhere. And you, I think because I'm enjoying the story so much, it doesn't really matter where I am as long as I got it. But I don't do anything um, longhand. I don't write anything out of it. I just, I'm always on the screen. And you use Scrivener, which is nice because. Um, used to use Microsoft Word all the time, but uh, with Scrivener, you can really be um, crazy about organization with stacking stuff and folders and all those different things, and I love all that stuff, so mm-hmm. I really do that with Scrivener. Cool. Okay. Does, um... Uh, now I've completely lost my question. Never mind. <laughs> Chris, well, you've done a bit of writing, right? I've done some. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've done it very well, but... Um, yeah. No, I, do I you want to do more? Too? Yeah, I would love to write more. Yeah, yeah it's always it's something I aspire to. But, uh, uh, I guess if we talk about hey, well, music. Yeah. We've got time this next two months. I do, right? right. Yeah. Man of leisure. Yeah, exactly. Right. Jake and the Batman, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, uh, he actually slimmed down. He had gastro bypass. So it's uh, the thin man and Jake is what. <laughs> <laughs> An alternate reality version. Sounds like a oh, right. show here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, with your music, do you ever, I mean, do you always have right. to be at home and thing there, or could you also just be anywhere with an instrument? You could be, I mean, if it's something. Piano app on your Yeah, piano. <laughs> I've tried, I mean, because I have a little keyboard about it, mm-hmm. you know, and so, I mean, theoretically, I could plug it in to whatever I have with me, an iPad or something, but I just never really do. Like, right. It's kind of this fantasy of, like, oh, I can go somewhere and, you know, do music. Um, I am planning on renting a house for a weekend this uh, sometime this summer mm-hmm. on the coast. To work. Yeah, and so I think I'll probably bring uh, at least the small keyboard. Mm-hmm. I can envision being able to get stuff done. Replaced it during yeah, stuff, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Do you remember your question? No. Yeah, it's not. Long gone. Fine. <laughs> All right. So, like, what do you do for writing? What do I do for writing? I do you have a favorite Starbucks? Favorite? I write on my, <laughs> my big machine now mm-hmm. in, in the front of the, of the house. It's got a big fan. It's a cool. Yeah, it is. This is a big gaming rig that I oh, use okay. for design. Is it like black and red? Yeah, it's actually it's actually black and, and blue with like. And it's a desktop. No. Oh. Well, yeah, it's under the desk. It's. It's got like vents. It's an alien. It's an old Alienware. Oh, okay. Because it has like, Alienware, yeah. yeah, it's got like four drive spaces in it. It's super powerful, and I kind of love it. I like I like hugging it. Uh, <laughs> like 
These are my machines. We have a relationship. <laughs> and it still works. <laughs> yes, I love it so much. I love you. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, so I like to be able to sit there and I have my cup of tea. And I like, um, I like the fact that, you know, the kids play or I get to have sunlight and everything else. Mm-hmm. The, the only issue is the cats think that that means that it's a time. Free roll. Yeah, time, you can do time, whatever time. they want with it. Time, time. Mom is just You're sitting there. You're not doing anything important. No. <laughs> it's like, can't we be in your, in your lap? No. So there's usually an evening thing or end of, um, towards the end of the day or any time? Usually the end of the day. Like, a lot of, like, at work it would be like, you know, I'm out by 7.30 mm-hmm. and then I would work and then from work I would literally run straight to the gym work out there for a couple of hours come back home get everybody else get everything taken care of and then oh good I have like uh, an hour to myself to write <laughs> let's just move that ball an inch forward get yeah. a couple of lines out um, but sometimes it's that well, you know it's pulling teeth Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're just sitting there and just like, oh. and then sometimes you manage to clear your schedule. Oh, yeah. Mary, my wife, she does at least, I think it's three sentences a night as a rule. She sets aside, whether she's doing, I mean, she can have a whole great writing section and do all that or whatever, but the rule is at least three sentences least a night. Sentences. Three, just all you need to do, even if it's like three minutes before you go to bed, <laughs> throw but a bunch of crap on the page. That's but it. You did something. Honestly. And if you keep doing it, you have three months later, you have a pretty big thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some stories flow so well. Like, um, Rom-Com Studies, the script for that, Mm -hmm. came out of trying to write a kind of Hallmark movie romance thing. And I hated everything about trying to write a rom-com. And I was just like, man, I just want a zombie to come through and eat. (laughs) Like, I want a zombie horde in this script so bad. I want a nuclear strike. I want, like... I want gang warfare that killed all the characters in a terrible, horrible way, just so this thing will never be done. Um, and then I was like, you know, you are just terrible at romantic comedies, and you need to own the fact that you couldn't do a light, happy right. romantic comedy if your life depended on it. And so I wrote out of I wrote that situation and that flow, and some things flow easier than others. A lot of times, I find though, no matter what, even if it's hard, like uh, like Marion's thing, three sentences. If you can get a couple sentences out of page, sometimes the next time you come through, you've laid the ground for like a flow, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can just take a flow period and write more. Now, what about when you're done? Do you like to end? Some people, which I think is disgusting, end like halfway through a sentence. And they're like, that way I can start right off the next time. Nope. <laughs> like, I, I like oh. to get complete thought out. Um, yeah. Because uh, if I if I don't, I might miss it. And I don't want to miss it. Yeah, totally. But I do make sure, sh- I try to make sure that I have, like I leave everything that comes to me on the page. Right. I always like to throw in as much as I can, even if I have to use half of it with all the weird stuff in there. And then... Do you edit while you write? Oh yeah, either. I I've I and Marin used to a lot, and now she's switched a little bit more to in between kind of. Yeah. yeah, I try not to. I mean, sometimes you're just like, ah, I I started off with this word, and I don't know what comes after this word. I'm gonna delete this word and start over. I think I have something else. I don't know if it's because I usually am coming from doing more books, you know, full manuscripts and stuff. That's like I got a lot to write. I'm just gonna throw everything out here, cut everything I need to out later. But for now, I'm gonna put every weird. Random thought that comes in my head in the story. Honestly, the weird random thoughts are often where the best parts of the yeah. story come in. 
Um, but yeah, I mean. So I'm going to use this word over and over again, and I have to take it out. And take it out? Because <laughs> all he does is smile. He never does anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's one thing I've definitely learned to do. And it's getting the, you know, I've always, always admired your writing discipline. Mm -hmm. it's, you sit down and you try to get like a lot of words done. For me, it's more like, you know, did you see that discussion of planners versus panthers, pantsers? Oh, writing Twitter had like, I think it was the TV writing Twitter. Uh -huh. And they were having like the debates between people or like what plots or scripts you can tell either they planned it or they were seat of the panting it. Oh, okay. And I know I am uh, a free form writer. I'd love to be able to stand and plot out everything. That is far more my nature than you would get by my writing style. But I know for me, even when it's a script, I have tried to do the whole, I'm going to do a nice big outline. outline and, 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 and after a little, I was like, fuck this outline. I just want to write the <laughs> yeah. And, and fuck you for bringing that one up. I meant Nazi tanks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I don't want it. I don't those panzers? Yeah. <laughs> it's panzers. Yeah. When you said that, I was, I was like, what? No, it's not panzers. Yeah. It's panzers. Yeah. But it's like I, I was like I, I would love to be yeah. queen um, outline and mm -hmm. discipline and everything else. But it's sometimes that's and, okay. I've done that before when I've done dark real novels when I've had the outline. But with this, um, I get started from really from nothing and building on things. But then as I'm delivering mail at my day job, my mind is thinking yeah, and then right. adding on layers and stuff. I'm like oh, I, I can think, do that and that. I and think that. your outline but is actually in your head. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that for some people, that works for them. And but it's more of a loose outline of a vague sense of where it's going. It's like a very light outline. Yeah. It's up to the characters that take me there when I'm writing. Yeah, I've often said that basically it's like being in a room with people and you're documenting what they did. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and to me, I know when I'm in my story flow is when I feel like the characters are like, no, I'm actually doing this right now. That's and it gets scary. Yeah, <laughs> like what the hell does this come from? And yeah, and you're just you're like, like you're not going to hold back. You're going to keep going along the ride. Yeah, the, the characters and... really have to talk to you. I uh, I don't know. I think when you force the characters, then they become really wooden. Yeah, definitely. I'm. I talked about this a little recently with Dwayne um, and the behind the Austin thing. We were talking about season one and how when they went to um, Mars that first time, and then you showed up. Monica showed up, and then you guys got out of there. You didn't bring back a trinket, um, talisman thing. And so uh, I realized an episode after that, like, whoops, I forgot to do that. And that's a gone, ongoing thing. But instead of going back and redoing that, I just went with it, the characters and had the characters go back there to get a trinket and then actually learn newer things about themselves and the world and different things like that. I mean, with it. I, I always thought, honestly, like, they were still figuring it out. Yeah. So it was perfectly okay yeah, yeah. to not... As was I, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you know, we are characters yeah. and sometimes we're not. Uh, you know. So I'm, I think I always thought that wouldn't work for me as a story because I felt like, well, yeah, we're, we, didn't, we don't know. It, we, we, oh, look. We're There's supposed no to, rule book we're supposed to be following. We're going to vibe. Is, uh, you know, Jake a DM is telling to, us where to go. Yeah, Jake <laughs> is going to just vibe on something. It's going to happen. And it's like, it doesn't happen. I think, honestly, having the inconsistencies until you build up to, oh, these are, this is the rules of the game. And it's okay to have, have them 
make mistakes. And, and honestly, one of the things I don't like is that Mary Sue, Larry Stu component where they just know shit in an odd situation. Yeah. Yeah, I, look, I'm the first person that in a zombie movie, I'm like, why the fuck are these people all acting like they've never heard of a zombie movie? Right. Yeah. Like nobody's ever had, this is universes where no one has ever seen a zombie. Okay, that is so consistent in every zombie story to the point where you're just like, you want to, okay, I hope something eats you is my go-to. Mm. I really hope it eats you. Have you seen the trailer for the new Jim Jarmusch? Yeah. yeah and it's, it's like, like I'm, I'm thinking zombies. Yeah, he goes right for it. And I know I'm going to see yeah. it because yeah. Tilda Swinton, yeah. you know, like, right. she's, she's, yeah, my, yeah. she's my girl. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure that does kind of work out at Mount Olympus University. Mm. Have you listened to that show? No. Like, where she's going to um, college and she ends up going to a college where it's all these Greek gods and different gods and goddesses and stuff like that. But she knows nothing about mythology. But uh, we as listeners know all about it. So when we meet all these different Hercules, all these different people, we know about it, but she doesn't. She doesn't. Makes it work. Yeah. Um, one other thing with costume is I've, my one outline sentence would be uh, not to be like lost. <laughs> I'd actually roughly know where I'm going, but you know, to, to have a sense that it is going where I want it to go, but also it never gets too predictable. That's that's one thing I don't want. That's why I, I even though I don't necessarily know what what direction is going to change, I know it's it's going to all of a sudden change left and do something really weird. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think that the the problem is is like um, especially for established shows, they have the rules. Yeah, they do have their rules of the road, and those are both important so that people can consistently create within that right. world. And yeah, all the different people involved, yes. departments and all this stuff. And you've got and your one season you gotta do and then mm-hmm. if you're gonna make it through that one season and with podcasting we can do what we want. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, um, like uh, the Bright Sessions musical piece mm-hmm. that works really well and it was a little outside but it but it never felt like a, oh this was just a musical episode we shoved in here it's like so, no it works so well with the story and, and yeah, the conflict and that was going on at that point and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but if the bright sessions started to be adapting like oh we're gonna walk into or it turned into like say the magnus archives mm-hmm. like you're starting to we'd be like wait no the arcanum part of it doesn't work no. I just came out of nowhere and just shoved that in. Yeah, and it's like no, no, and and I think that that's that's one of the great things about for me doing Ostia. Like we we literally don't know what can happen once we walk into a door, and that way there's always something weird that can go on. What's next? Tim. Um, Hello, Tim. If each voice actor got to open two doors, one to a place they would want to go most, and one place they would never want to go. Hoboken. No. <laughs> so, yes so or no? For <laughs> 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 both. Hoboken is always a no. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jersey. New York. Coney Island. Hoboken. No. <laughs> okay, <keep> us, no. <laughs> um, this was you, yeah, not the, not the characters, but you. You, you. Right. You is uh, you, Chris. One that you would go. Would go, and then one you would never go. Um, that's a good um, well, I think we go any any place in time, sort of thing. Right. Wanna, I'd, I'd want to go to the future to see how awesome it is. And while I would like to go to the past, 
I know things were pretty much just always shitty, no matter how rich and great you were. So the idea is good, but no, I don't want to go to the past. Well, I love the Middle Ages, but I do not want to go be stuck there and break a leg and be like, well, now I'm screwed. Now, look, dysentery. <laughs> Yay, sepsis. Nothing is clean. <laughs> now they're going to bleed me. Wait. That doesn't work, and now I'm half dead. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. And the future, just because I want to see where we're... If we make it that far and where we're gonna go, <laughs> what can happen? What do we do? How are we gonna make it to the stars? Are we gonna go far? I, I have a great belief in, in the human ability to fuck things up. So. Mm. But, uh, I don't think you're being let down. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is the one Trendy time I love trending on Twitter <laughs> is <laughs> at all points in time. Please disappoint me on this one. <laughs> um, I said I'm super nerdy. I'd be in Middle Earth. Oh no, that's a good one. Done I'd that. be Middle I'd Earth. I'd be post War of the Rings, and I'd like to see what happens after. Yeah, I want anywhere specific or all over. Uh, I wouldn't mind traveling. I'd visit Bombadil, of course. Mm-hmm. You, you want to see that? I would not fall asleep in the shadow of a battle. No. I'm a lot smarter than that. Um, shortcuts make long delays mm-hmm. and I would have to see Hobbiton but I don't think I'd stay roll out of there and <laughs> I would like to see just the stay for the celebration of Bilbo's no no this would be post so we're talking yeah I'm just saying he's not there but they still celebrate his birthday every year don't they well that would be well that was when Frodo was there but that was before Frodo left I don't think they okay. did that did do it afterwards? no no oh. um, Frodo was way too depressed <laughs> the, uh, I, but I think definitely after before Samwise leaves for the check out all his kids because he's going to have a lot of Sam <laughs> well I think but that's after Rose dies but he leaves after Rose dies but I wouldn't mind seeing at that point to see all the changes see the flowering of the white tree of Gondor and maybe also now that they've experienced the world too and they've yeah. brought stuff back I would, I would love to go to Lord influence to Laurelin. Yeah. The stuff changes. Unlike in Westeros where it stayed exactly the same for millennia and no technology has been invented or anything. I've always wondered <laughs> still about fight with yeah. swords and occasional dragons. But uh, it's like, yeah, that I've always I would probably be doing like a travel log through. Mm-hmm. Um, but not I don't want to come too late when it's too many freaking humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Stop it is the age through. of man. Uh, God, you're everywhere. Jeez, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be there before after the last white ship sails. Mm. And place I would not like to go to family reunion. That's it. I would pretty much explore anywhere, but please. Do like a get. Okay, so so I guess not want to go would be school. School, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> right now, it's like that's the last place you want to be. You want back to in that this? yearbook room, that's, that's a good one for staring at, and it was like a bad dream where you wake up and it's like you've got the yearbook file and yeah. it's corrupted or it's blank. You got deleted, right. mm-hmm. and it was due yesterday. Then uh, <laughs> want to go maybe like uh, something where you end up in uh, like a. Quantum level version of reality where things like are reality or just old well, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, it, you want a holodeck? Well, no, no, not like that, <laughs> but in the sense of uh, of how uh, 
possibilities can come and go in waves and mm-hmm. uh but we always say oh but that's not for us that's only for the quantum world you know uh-huh. for the, you know you want what that. If the macro world was quantum you know and uh-huh. behaved behaved like a, you know like a weird tiny waves <laughs> of, yeah probability you know like cresting and crashing and, and your uh-huh. day you know. like that farscape episode when it was like there were like four different levels remember they were all different there was one was red one was blue and one was all weird shit yeah <laughs> farscape was really all weird <laughs> Um, so we get when the Muppets are involved. <laughs> Ostium were a musical artist. Who would it be? Prince. Mm. It's just a, a lot of variety. That's yeah. why. Because Prince mm-hmm. can do just about everything. I, I put this in because I had a friend asked me that before, and I said mm-hmm. Mike Oldfield because I got really into him in the last few years. But also because he's he can't fit in any genre. He's mm-hmm. just weird and all over the place with everything he does. But when he performs to the world, he has to have a band. He yeah. can't do it all. Even though he does a lot of it himself, he needs people to help him actually right. show it to the yeah. world. Yeah. Just as I do a lot of my stuff on my laptop, I need you guys yeah. to show it to the world. <laughs> to make it real. Hmm. And it is. Um, Ringo Starr. Really? Yeah. <laughs> John Cage or something. No, I think. Oh, so John Cage. John Cage. Yeah. Um, have you watched any good TV? Gosh, I started watching the um, the new Twilight Zone. Oh, how was that? It's, it's enjoyable. So yeah. you subscribe to CBS Access? Just for that. Just for that? Yeah. yeah. Can I steal your login? Will it work? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, well, just for that. Also, yeah. card <laughs> show. <laughs> oh, the card show is going to be on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's the new Star Trek. And Discovery, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it. Good. Jordan Peele stuff, and so I wanted to. Uh, so does he try out. to? I haven't seen any of it. Does he try to impersonate? Yeah. Always, or is it more? He doesn't yeah. impersonate him. He does. It's like a nod. His, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I mean, he does the. Does he do the intro? He does. Yeah. He does do the director intro. Camera right. intro. And does he walk yeah. into the scene? He does. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. He's in there somewhere. Yeah. He's totally stealing. Uh, <laughs> it, there's one that's the, the, they've taken a lot of the episodes and updated them and. Twilight Zone, the Twilight Zone, basically, and so the um, uh, airplane one, you know, the Shatner one, that's um, tweaked and it goes in different places that you don't expect. But he's on the in-flight movie, and so like, <laughs> you know, yeah, Jordan Peele, on the like, screen, you know, so, yeah, so, that kind of thing. It'd be funny if it was a Key and Peele skate on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be the, the interpreter. Football names. Or the, yeah. or the, Did you see that one where he uh, it was Key was uh, in the classroom and he couldn't get. Kids' names, right? Oh, I can only think of Aaron as Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, I cannot think of it anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I just wrapped the first season of Good Omens. Mm. So is it, it's just is it going to be multi-season? They, it, I think that they're planning. Okay. Wasn't sure. Yeah. Wasn't sure. Uh, finally, halfway through. Finally. Oh no, I think I have one episode left on Umbrella Academy. Mm. I watched I Am Mother, which was okay. Um, And Wish and Poof. Yeah, I I, I watched Kids for Anime. I was actually watching Hunter x Hunter. Um, I'm watching Hunter x Hunter now, but I haven't finished that. 
and I think it's okay. I mean, I I was also reviewing like the first season of Kill La Kill, which is one of my faves. I will never wear that in cosplay, thank God. That's <laughs> cold and a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but it's one of my faves. But um, I think I'm gonna put my crunchy roll on my my Roku, <laughs> just so I can go back and review some of my faves. But uh, yeah, those were really good. But I, I watch TV while I write. Mm. So it's oh, usually, really? it's playing while I write in general. It's more like a companion. And half the time I'm just like, I don't even know what the hell happened. With the writing or the watching? <laughs> With the watching. I have, writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Writing. I have no idea. Why is this character showing up? That I'm, oh, that's great. I'm watching that. <laughs> it, it does. It's just kind it's of, like, it's, it's like background noise. Right? No, I can't do that. I can do music, but I can't watch. I, if, I watching something else, I can do that. But we recently finished Killing Eve. Two, did you guys see that? Like that one? Really good, yeah. Um, and then the person who does that, she has her other show. She does Fleabag, which is really awesome too. Yeah, it just it shows women in much better ways and realistic, and the stuff that happens is much more natural and feels like a real person instead of yeah Hollywoodized. Yeah, I've, I've gotten a lot of recommends to look at Fleabag. So I've probably added it back here. Yeah. Relatable. Half the reason to have Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You like Apple's good enough. <laughs> um, final question from Dwayne. Has your character taught you anything about yourself? They should taunt you. <laughs> well, it could be that. It could, that could be. Uh, that helped you. <laughs> you think about it. Um, I think. Uh, well, the, the the freeish associative uh, quality of the character, you know, it's something that they can relate to. Kind of, so they had to kind of just go. Yeah, there. it kind of goes, and yeah, often tangents. And, you know. Do you feel like it's brought you out a little bit more through the performances? Probably, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Musicians are always super quiet, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like unless there's music playing, yeah, it's just not right. like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a musician. Watch a little out of your show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Take more risks in life. Yeah, sure. Like sign up for a yoga class. Never thought it would be fun. Fun and easy work, yeah. some good money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, no. yeah. I can look through all the emails I've sent. I would, but the yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> it's just killing me. Dave has taught me I can do a passable, still do a passable English accent. Have you received pronunciation? Hmm? Has he received pronunciation or? Received what? It's more like BBC standard. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, it's my mangled accent from my parents and mm. people I hung out with and stuff, which was all over the spectrum, so. Yeah, it's a, having a, a multinational friend group it's definitely a bonus for a voice actor mm-hmm. because you get lots of examples of different accents. Right. And that happens whenever I step in Mandy too. I just switch over. Yeah. And then it happens if I talk with Australian people or whatever too. If I talk with them long enough, I start so to just start. You pick up the accent. And I get it. My dad's like that too. Whenever he talks to people. Yeah, it's hard. What has Monica taught you about? It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say cussing. <laughs> Lots of cussing. Um, 
actually taught me that I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's um, it was nice to like uh, yeah, it was mo- originally like for animation because I did so much visual work, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, you know, dirt, you could actually just convert it. <laughs> <laughs> so I taught me that uh, be a little bit more flexible and open up a lot more on that one and definitely a lot more uh, um, vocal techniques mm-hmm. coming up with that no. you know I, I believe I'm, I'm one of those push push for your craft kind of things people so that was fun that way that helped cool yeah. that about does it yeah alright thanks guys alright I'll help you bring all the uh, <laughs> all the equipment let's break down the equipment yeah.